Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is episode 17, why playing it safe is risky AF. Hello and welcome to the Erin May Henry Show. I am your host, mentor and friend Erin, and I'm here to teach you how to show up and feel confident to be unapologetically yourself and get paid for it. This podcast is all about personal branding and we dive deep into topics such as mindset, growing a global community, social media marketing, and building your online empire. If this is our first time meeting, then welcome my beautiful friend. I am so incredibly excited to have you here. When I'm not podcasting, you can usually find me on my YouTube channel, all about business and mindset, hanging with my community in the May Collective Facebook group, or of course, drinking a wine somewhere down in sunny Australia all of which you are totally welcome to join me. If you're ready to shake things up and step up to the plate as the game changer that you were created to be, then this is the podcast for you. So let's jump in to today's episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode. I'm so incredibly grateful to have you joining me here today for this episode. This is really funny because this show, this episode, the one that you're listening to right now, is actually being recorded at 4.30 on a Sunday afternoon, and it needs to go up on a Monday morning. Now, the reason that this has happened was because I actually have another episode planned, another episode that is pretty much finished and recorded, and it's something really exciting. It's something that I've been working on and is going to be a regular kind of I'm not going to say series, but a regular little section of the show that I'm going to be doing, which is going to be super exciting. Some of you may know what I'm talking about because I did sneak peek this earlier on in the year in an Instagram live, but that was going to be the first episode of that today. But I felt so incredibly compelled to record this episode because of a client call that I actually had on Friday. Now, This episode is recorded by something that one of my clients said that shocked me. It shocked the pants off me. And I'm not going to throw it under the bus because, you know, everything is all good now. But what I wanted to talk about today was why it is risky AF to be playing it safe as an entrepreneur, particularly when you are trying to grow a personal brand. So the situation was I was having a conversation, doing some kind of brainstorming with a client and she pitched to me this idea that she'd been thinking about and it was very game-changing in my opinion. It was something that I had not seen in her industry. It was something that was one of those ideas that when you hear it, you really do get goosebumps because you're like, that is epic. And she was pitching it to me. She was really, really excited. And then she turned around and said, but I don't think I'm going to do it. And I was like, oh, jaw drop. Honestly, I felt my jaw smack on my desk. And I was like, why? And she's like, it just seems too risky. Uh, Oh my God. It was literally just one of those moments. I love this woman to bits, but I was just 
shocked because it was the best idea. And yes, it was risky, but it was just one of those realizations that there are so many women out there who are playing it small and playing it safe. And there are so many epic ideas that are just dying off before they even saw the day of light because it feels too risky. And after we had a little bit of a chat about it, I am happy to report that she has started to pursue this idea and the feedback that she has got is already insane. I truly do see this changing her industry for good and I'm so excited to be supporting her and nurturing her on this journey. And I'm so excited that she had a coach because otherwise this idea may have never come to fruition and we need this. Anyway, the moral of the story is I just feel that so So many of you can be doing so many amazing things, but the fear about the risk or the risk involved with these ideas and with you putting yourself out there are leading you to not pursue them. And that breaks my heart. So that is why I have been so compelled to record this episode today. And what I wanted to do was actually go through three of the main areas where I see women entrepreneurs playing it small. There's three particular areas. I've had a little bit of think about it and all the ways in which we avoid risk. And I've broken it down into three areas and I want to walk you through them today. And I also want to give you some ideas about how you can really start being a little bit more risky, being a little bit more risque, because honestly, if you really sit down and think about it, is there anyone that you admire that didn't take some risks along the way? I bet there's not. Entrepreneurship is all about risks. And honestly, just to talk about myself for a second, you know, something that I don't do a lot, (laughs) jokes. Um, But anyway, something that I have to say has been my biggest superhero as an entrepreneur is the level of risk assessment that I just do not have. If I have an idea, I never ever weigh up the odds as to whether it is going to work or it won't. I always just dive in and if it doesn't work, that's fine. And if it does, then amazing. I really don't have a level of risk assessment as a part of me. It makes me sometimes a little too impatient and impulsive, but you know, with the good always comes a downside. But I can, I, I must say that I don't think I would be where I am today on my entrepreneurial journey if I was just the type of person who sat there and thought about the risks rather than just starting to take action. And honestly, even when I was studying entrepreneurship in my degree, one of the mindsets that they were trying to teach that was so necessary if you were trying to pursue entrepreneurship was the risk mindset, being able to take risks, being able to confidently take risks because it is truly a part of being an entrepreneur. And even more so, it is truly a part of being a game-changing international brand. So if you really want to be known, if you want to be remembered, if you want to make an impact, if you want people to you know, speak about you, if you want opportunities to come your way, it is time that you start taking some risks. So I'm going to walk you through the three areas that I do believe that you might be playing it safe. And I would absolutely love to hear from you on social media if one of these areas kind of hit home with you. Are you maybe playing it a little bit safe in this area? I love to keep the conversation going. So please do reach out to me on Instagram at erinmayhenry.com or come and join us in the May Collective group on Facebook. So the first area that I want to talk about is one that I truly do believe is one of the most common areas where women are playing it small, but I do sympathize a lot with this because I do even feel on my journey, even though I've always been quite open 
on video and with the way that I speak, like Facebook Lives, I've always been very confident, you know, with some of the language that I use maybe or some of the styles that I've chosen to go with, I feel like this is potentially an area that I've played it small a little bit into and I'm navigating through and I'm happy to be able to share my journey. So the first area is really not going all in with your strengths and personality. It honestly breaks my heart because I do have a lot of, you know, people that I network with or clients that are here in Melbourne or even people that I speak to regularly on the phone or on Zoom conferences. And I get to know their charismatic, funny, out there, unique personality. And then I see them presenting themselves online and it just feels like they are being so much more reserved than the person that I know them to be. And I adore the people that they are. And it really does, you know, I'm going to say it breaks my heart, but it's just so sad to see when people are holding back. And I understand that nerves are a huge thing and that we all have fears about really letting ourselves shine. But At the end of the day, it is that exact factor, you letting your authentic, weird, funny, charismatic self shine that is going to really position you as someone who is memorable. There is a thousand and one entrepreneurs coming with their presentation voice online doing a Facebook post that is very bland and very vanilla, and they're all forgettable. You know, yes, you might get a great piece of information here and there that does help you out in your business. But at the end of the day, I feel like the people that we gravitate towards the most are the people who are just funny and silly and memorable and real. You know, the people who maybe swear or the people who just tell it like it is or have a strong opinion about something. That is not only more entertaining, yes, but it's way more memorable. When you are able to show up online as just the most authentic version of yourself, you know, and I'm talking the version of you who's like chilling in your slouchies, maybe playing Wii Sports, or, you know, the girl who's maybe had a couple of cocktails with her friends and is doing a hyena laugh at something that we like don't even know what you're talking about. You can't remember what's funny and you're just laughing anyway. You know, that person who can just let loose and just be funny and silly and real and opinionated. If you can really start to show up as that per- that, that version of you online, and obviously everyone has a certain degree as to how outrageous this version is. Some of us are more reserved and introverted and that's fine too. But the version of you who that is just so unbearably real is the version of you that is going to make you so much more different to everybody else that is out there. And I know this is a bit repetitive because it is something that I talk about all the time, but I'm talking to you if you are still playing it safe in this area. If you can honestly reach out to me right now and say, I am 100% myself online and I'm no different when I'm hanging out with my friends, then, you know, rock on with your bad self because that's absolutely amazing. But if you are really thinking to yourself, maybe when I'm doing a live or creating content or a podcast, if I'm being a little bit, you know, more professional than I would normally be, or if I'm being a little bit reserved and not as opinionated, then it's time to drop that fear and to stop playing it safe because it's that it's that risk of being so openly yourself and so vulnerable that is going to get you 
noticed. And honestly, I've spoken about before how even in the beginning of my journey, I was a bit influenced by the people who were around me, you know, particularly the coach that I was working with in the styles that she had chosen. And I think that's natural and that happens, but the sooner that you can recognize that you're not on the path that it should be created for you and the quicker that you can get off and start, you know, paving your own way, then the better off you're going to be. Of course, in the beginning, we all deal with fear and nerves. And I'm not going to say that you're going to have like a Gary Vaynerchuk level of confidence from day one, but it's something that you definitely should actively work on. We're all working on our businesses, working on our content. We should be working on ourselves and our confidence and our ability to just be exactly who we are, because you really want to create and carve out your own space on the internet. You want to carve out this space where it's just solely you and your community and you don't have to worry about competition because you're just so incredibly unique. The only way you're going to do that is if you just stop playing it safe and just start being yourself. So really, really listen to yourself. Sometimes we do it unconsciously too. I think in the beginning with me, even with the colors that I was choosing and maybe the language that I was using, like I look back at a lot of that now and I'm, I'm grateful for those times because it's been such an evolution. And I think there's nothing better than growth, to be honest. Like if I, if I'd stayed the same the whole time, then that'd be pretty boring too. But I look back at some of the language and the colors and I was like, Oh, that's so not me. But the sooner, and, and if I'd realized sooner, maybe it would have worked better in my favor. But you look at your content. I, I was just doing it so unconsciously. You know, I was just choosing colors and I was just choosing language. I wasn't really thinking about, does this sound like Aaron Henry? Does this sound like who I am inside? Does this sound like the the Erin Henry that sits there and passionately screams at the TV when Drag Race isn't going her way? Probably not, but I just didn't realize it. So this is my message to you. Start to realize it. Start to read your work. Start to listen to your voice. Start to look at yourself and what you are producing and the way that you're showing up and ask yourself every single time, is this me? Is this the most authentic version of myself? And if the answer is no, then that's fine. Just work on it. Work on starting to be yourself. And a really good visualization technique for this, and this might seem so silly, and, and to be honest, it's a little hard to do. But you know, you all we all have that kind of one friend that we're just so silly with. Like, you know, in friends when we're like, oh, we enjoy the silliness, you know, that kind of level of silly. There's always that one friend or that one person in our life that we are just ridiculously silly with. For me, so much so, it is my sister-in-law, Adriana. You might have, I've spoken about her before. She's an amazing interior designer, but when I'm just with her, it's just that hysterical laugh. And, you know, what I actually started doing a lot of the time when I'm creating things is like, how would I speak or how would I act if I was there just hanging out, having a coffee with her? And would I be talking like I was presenting at high school or would I be a little bit more relaxed and just be like, hey girl, what's going on? You know, talking the way that I would talk. So I really, really, a great visualization technique for you is to really just think of that one kind of person that you can be drop all expectation with and just be yourself and visualize speaking to them as you are speaking to your audience. So 
Do not play it safe. Do not hold yourself back. There's a thousand and one people who are almost like in AI when they just have all those robots lined up. You know, there's a thousand and one coaches and entrepreneurs all lined up saying the exact same thing. Stand out from the crowd. Be that unicorn in a field of donkeys. I don't know if that is the quote or if that is even a quote, but it is now a quote. But just step out and be your awesome, crazy, authentic self because that is risky but it will pay off. So the next area that I'm going to talk about then, and this one is huge. So please listen up because I find this to be extremely important, particularly if you're in the kind of coaching industry. If you're someone who's teaching online, I think, you know, for people who are doing online, that's great. That's awesome. And and this is going to be relevant to you as well. But particularly if you are someone who is teaching. So if you're a freelancer or a coach or mentor of some sort or writing a book or creating content, this is going to be so relevant for you. But one of the areas that so many people play it safe in is that they are not innovating and not trying new things. I get so much stick from people online because they're telling me, oh, you're changing so much. You're always trying new things on your YouTube channel. You always have a new series. You're always doing this. Hell yes, I am because I'm trying to find something that works. I'm trying to find something that works for me, for my audience, that makes a difference, that's innovative, that's game-changing. And I am not going to stop until I find that. I'm always going to have new ideas and new opinions and I'm going to try new things with my audience. I'm going to teach new things. I'm going to accumulate new knowledge. I'm going to test things with myself, with my clients and with my business. And it might seem like I'm changing a lot of things, but that's fine because I would rather do that than repeat the same old cookie cutter process that everybody else is spitting out. And if you are finding that you are just regurgitating industry information and not innovating and thinking of new ideas, then I hate to break it to you, but you are not going to be a game changer. If we really sit down and think about the definition of a game changer, the two words say it for themselves. It is someone who changes the game, changes the game, meaning that there has to be changes. And in order for you to actually make changes, you have to try new things. So let's look at an example of this. If you say, for example, were a health coach and, you know, you are just regurgitating information about, I don't know, the keto diet or some type of fitness regime, then you are not changing the game. You are just a part of the machine. You are just a part of that, you know, machine that is taking information and is putting, yes, maybe you're in spin on it. Absolutely. And that's so important. But along the way, you should start trying to conjure up something for yourself, even if it's just a different way of doing something or a different way of teaching something or a different idea or a different way of coupling to new things. Maybe you couple the keto diet with psychotherapy or I don't know, maybe you couple a workout with some meditation technique or astrology. I don't know. Just start thinking outside the box and start trying to really try new things. Try them on yourself first, of course. You don't want to try them (laughs) on your paying clients all the time or try them with, you know, beta testers or people in your community. They're, you know, don't 
try things that might fail with people who are actually giving you money because that um, isn't always going to be a good idea. But, you know, really start to try think of new things because, yes, okay, a lot of that stuff isn't going to work. A lot of it might suck. A lot of it might get really bad feedback. But then you might find that one thing that is just epic and it fully changes the game and it helps so many people and it you you love it and enjoy it and then people interview you about it and then that's like the one thing that you become known for and then you're you know shot into stardom because you've just found this amazing thing that really does change everything for so many people that's not going to happen if you're just you know taking information from somebody else and just relaying it in a different way So really start to try new things, start to innovate, start to think outside the box. Another one of my clients the other day who is doing, you know, around success coaching and things like that, she was looking at sports sciences and thinking about how they can affect it. That's amazing, really thinking about alternate industries and even conflicting ideas, just really start to become obsessed with the specialization, the topic that you have chosen and really think outside the box. You know, a lot of people giving me shit about the business bar, but to me, that's like a natural fit. And I've, you know, worked in hospitality. I've worked as an entrepreneur and I just know there is such a culture around events, particularly here in Australia. And I'm fully empathetic or I'm not going to say empathetic, but understanding that, you know, alcohol isn't as accepted in a lot of countries or a lot of cultures. Um, but you know, for me, it's just such a natural fit. And I just think that it's, you know, something that's different. I really don't know anyone else online who is doing making cocktails while talking about business. And I love it. I love it more than anything. I love to make cocktails. So it took me what a long time to get to this point where I found a, a show on my YouTube channel that I'm so excited to make. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to get to the point where you find that sweet spot between something that just feels so right to you and it just works and it is different and it's new and it's fresh and it's polarizing. Some people hate it and some people love it because that as well is so important to being a game changer and an innovator and a, you know, someone who's a thought leader and making an impact. I mean, look at Elon Musk. How many haters does he have? People think he's crazy. People like to say he's a a madman and that his ideas are actually not good for humanity or for the planet. And then there's people who are like raving fans of absolutely everything he does, me being one of them. I think he's an absolute genius and I really think he's going to make incredible changes for our future. You know, there's always going to be people disagree, but that's fine. But, you know, if Elon was sitting there And he was just like, you know, oh, no, maybe I won't put that car into space because it's too risky. Or maybe I won't try innovate and to, you know, create one of the safest lines of cars to reduce accidents and uh, road fatalities. Maybe that's a bit too risky trying to do something like that. I bet those thoughts never even crossed his mind. I bet you he was like, this is epic and I'm going for it. And every game changer that I know across history with their ideas, the Wright brothers, you know, oh no, this is going to be a bit risky trying to put a huge chunk of metal in the air. Let's just not try it. I mean, come on, where would we be today if they hadn't have just gone for it? So try new things, try new ideas, try it even if it sounds risky or even if it's got such a high percentage rate of failure and other people have tried similar things, just try it anyway because you absolutely never know when you're going to just find that light bulb moment. It might be after your 10,000 attempts, but you know what I mean? You will get there eventually. 
and you cannot be a game changer without an innovative idea. So please try new things. Don't worry about looking flaky. Don't worry about looking like a failure because it's the people who fail. It's the people who are crazy. It's the people who are flaky that generally do change the world. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And then the last area that I wanted to speak about that is so common for women who are trying to make a name for themselves and they play it safe and it really is risky to their career, to their journey, to their ability to make a profitable and memorable personal brand, is they worry about offending people. So this actually kind of ties in with both the first and the second point about showing up with your own unique personality and innovating and creating. So many people are sitting on the fence because they're so worried about offending people. And I have very strong opinions about how opinionated everybody is these days because of social media. Everybody has a voice and everybody has a platform to complain about things that just generally weren't complained about before. And I think that this has created a culture where everybody is so afraid to say anything. And, you know, a lot of you are not going to agree with me. This is going to be a really unpopular opinion. But someone who I highly agree with on this kind of topic is Ricky Gervais. And I'm sure if you've seen any of his stand-ups, then you will know what I'm talking about. I know that he does take it to the extreme. But I do honestly believe that so many people are playing it safe, particularly entrepreneurs, because they're so worried about offending people because people are just so easily offended. So again, I understand if you don't agree with me, but that is just my opinion. But I think that if this is your mindset, if you don't really want to be outspoken or opinionated because you're worried about, you know, the Twitter keyboard warriors or what people are going to say in your YouTube comment section, then I'm sorry, but you're never going to create big enough waves to actually make any types of changes in an industry. And people who don't make changes, as we know, are very rarely remembered. You have to stop worrying about the opinions of other people. You are going to offend people. You know, even Mother Teresa offended people. Gary Vaynerchuk offends people all the time. Tony Robbins offends people. The nicest people in the world. Michelle Obama offends people. You know, there isn't anybody out there who has any type of public figure that isn't somehow offending someone, even if it is just by being there, even if it's just by being alive, you might offend someone with the way that your face looks, but that's their problem and it's absolutely not yours. But just like I said in the conversation that I did have with Angie Lee, nobody ever changed the game by sitting on the fence, by being that vanilla flavor in the middle that is just kind of there and happy to please everybody. You have to create ripples. You have to ruffle some feathers. If you want to get these innovative ideas out and do it in a way that is so uniquely you and you want to make a name for yourself, then you are going to offend people. And it has to be a worry that you do leave behind. 
And I must say, I do disagree with a lot of what other people say in this area that you should intentionally be trying to offend other people. I just personally think that it's something that shouldn't even be on your radar. You should understand that it's inevitable that you speaking your truth probably will offend people, but you don't have to go out there and, you know, really try to offend people so you can create that polarity because the polarity will naturally happen itself when you are just showing up and being so unapologetically you. Whatever it is that you're interested in, whatever your truth is, whatever your values are, your characteristics, don't play them down just in case somebody disagrees. Because you know what? There will be someone that disagrees, but there will also be just as many people who rave for what you've got to say. And if you don't say anything at all, then yeah, you might be a nice person. You might have a nice face, some nice ideas. You might be a great communicator. You might even be funny and you might create some cute entertainment, but you're not going to be somebody who really, really makes a difference. So stop worrying about what other people think. And this takes a lot of self-work to be so self-validating and confident in yourself and to be able to kind of just, 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 let those opinions of others slide because of course we're all going to take it personally to some degree, but just know that it does get easier over time. I used to take it really personally when people didn't necessarily, not that they didn't agree with me, but you know, I, I, I wanted to have that conversation with them. I wanted to have that debate. I really just, I, I really wanted to converse with this person because naturally that's the type of thing that I would do in real life. But now I just understand that everybody's opinion is their own. And for mo- for the most part, I just let them sit in their opinion and, and, and thank them for having that, not actually thank them, but just in my own mind, thank you for having your opinion. I appreciate it, but I don't agree and move on and move forward. So those are my three areas that I really wanted to share with you today. The three main areas where you yourself might be playing it small, you might be playing it safe, which as I've said, is risky AF. So just to summarize, it's if you're not going all in with your strengths and your personality, then it is time to let that freaky funky version of you shine. I know you have it in you to just create relationships based on unwavering authenticity because you are so incredibly unique, but you're not going to do that if you are, you know, high school presentation version of you. You need to be like unfiltered, unapologetic you. So it's time to let you shine. I know you can do it. The next thing is you need to be innovating. You need to be trying new things. You need to strategically be thinking about new ideas, new formulas, new products, new services, new ways in which you can deliver information, all of these things, these new ideas that you can teach, combo niching. There's so many different ways that you can go about this and that could be an entirely other podcast or an entirely other time, but you need to start trying new things. If you want to change the game, as we said, you have to make changes and you can't make changes unless you try new things. So start getting out there, put your Bob the Builder thinking cap on and start creating. And finally, you have to stop worrying about the opinions of others. There is always going to be someone who is offended and there is always going to be a platform for that person to get to you. So please, 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 please understand that the most important thing is that you stand your ground with your opinions and that you don't let the opinions of others sway you or affect you in any way. Unapologetically you with your values and your ideas that is the way that you are truly going to make a memorable, 
profitable personal brand that does some epic things in this world. And that is what this podcast is all about. So I really, really hope this was helpful. As I said, I would love to hear from you on social media. Is this something that you have struggled with? Do you feel you are playing it safe? And if you are, let's all come together now to just start getting risky AF. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day. So that is it, my dear friend, for today's episode. I really, really hope that it was valuable to you. I really hope that you got some information that you can take away to really start growing a profitable and memorable personal brand and just show up for life being unapologetically yourself. I would be super, super grateful if you could take just a couple of moments of your time to leave me a review on iTunes and subscribe to the podcast if you have not already. I really appreciate you listening today. Thank you so much. And I will see you in the next episode. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.